talk to me about those first like three, four months of building your business. Yeah. So, you know, got to learn the fundamentals of real estate. It was a foreign language to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, you know, because I sold my house for a hundred thousand dollars more, I was going to walk away with a hundred thousand dollars, but I didn't realize there's a bunch of cost in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to pay realtor fees. You got to pay closing costs, things like that. So it was just learning the fundamentals, how to comp a house. You know, I remember comping my first house with Brian Davila. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's like, dude, you got a deal here. He's like, I was like, you sure? I've looked at a lot of these, like this one looks good, but are you sure? Yeah. And, uh, you know, pulled the trigger real quick on that one. And then it was just off to the races from there. But just, you know, that first, you know, three, four months was just laying the foundation, you know, understanding the business and just hustling, you know, yeah. you, you can, you got to spend a lot of time learning, you know, what you're getting into, but at the same time, you got to be taking just as much action as well. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is, you know, they consume, 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 but really you need to be focused on the actions, mm-hmm. the daily actions. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is like, knowledge is in power. It's potential power. You got to go out and actually apply it. So I think that's huge. So 100%. who was your first hire? So my first hire is Tyler and he's my COO and, uh, still your COO. <laughs> he's still my COO. It's good. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, I talked, uh, I heard Alex Ramosi talk about this, talk about over titling people. You know, mm-hmm. he's my first employee has no background as CEO <laughs> and I titled him as CEO. It was a horrible mistake, but luckily, you know, I've provided him with a ton of resources to grow and mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's a very different person than he was two years ago when he started with me. And it's because he's embraced that growth mindset and, uh, you know, he's he's just really become a, a rock star COO. Nice. Yeah. And what resources are you providing him with? Or? You know, because he's been to these conferences, you know, sure. he's been to these conferences. I've been in about eight other different coaching programs, other masterminds, everything. You know, uh, that that's one thing that's been a, a big reason why I've had success is, you know, I've getting in all the rooms, like mm-hmm. not just one, not just two. Uh, obviously I laid the, laid the foundation here with wealthy investor, but I'm just continuing to level up the rooms I get into. And it, it's just been a game changer for me just getting around people, uh, because my vision just keeps casting bigger mm-hmm. and bigger when you see other people that are doing so much bigger things than you. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like you want to be the smallest fish in the room always. And yeah, you either have the right network, which, or you pay to be in the right room. Right. And that's what, you know, you did. That's what I've done. <laughs> and then you just keep doing it and you get into, like you said, eight different, nine different rooms. And, you know, there's always going to be nuggets that you can take. And that's the big thing that people like have with the, with coaching is like, oh, I don't want to spend $30,000. I don't want to spend this. But like, if you walk away with one piece of knowledge that can, that you can tweak into your business, it's worth it. Right. hundred yeah. percent. And pretty much every, every, you know, coaching program, mastermind, I've walked away with nuggets that have made me exponentially more than what Mm -hmm. I paid. And that's why, you know, I think I'm, you know, moving in this business a lot faster than others because I'm quick to spend money on learning more. Well, it's better to spend money on that than waste money, time, effort, resources on making all the mistakes that somebody's already made and you could just learn from, right? So I think that's huge. hundred percent. It's a shortcut to success. I tell it to people all the time, like, you know, uh, you know, I've coached some people and, uh, I've done some coaching in, in this program and I tell people all the time, like this, the best investment you can make is in yourself. And like, literally you are getting the shortcut. You can go on YouTube and probably learn <laughs> everything, but it's not going to be laid out neatly. You're not going to have resources to be able to go to. And, you know, this program specifically, you know, I've been in it for almost three years now and it's just been, it's been a game changer, not just from a fact of, 
of, you know, business, but also the family life. You know, Ryan talks a lot about that, you know, my health, you know, I'm, I look very, look great, very different, uh, than, than when I, I joined the program, I was a, you know, a very amateur businessman, uh, had horrible health, probably wasn't the best husband, probably wasn't the best dad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've tried to elevate in all those parts of my life and, and being in these type of groups, it shows you that type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's what I love about Ryan too. And part of the reason why I decided to come work for him is because what you see on social media is what you get. And also he's truly out of the office by five. Every now and then we have a late night or whatever, but it's very rare. Yep. And then he doesn't work weekends, doesn't really expect the team to. Um, so it, it's, it's great. It's a great culture to be around. So walk me through, you know, you get your first hire. Yep. Who's the next person that you bring on board? So next person was a project manager is actually my COO's dad. <laughs> um, and so we, and then we hired, I guess, one salesperson and a transaction coordinator. Okay. So, you know, still a very small business, didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. and I was failing, right? I made some really bad hires in those, in those beginning stages. And what do you think attributed to that? I think knowing what an A player looks like, right? Okay. Until you've been around them and worked with them on a regular basis, it's hard to know, Hey, you know, what is an A player? What is a B player? Like, I think these people are great, but until you get around that person that just levels up that division or that department and, um, the, it, it just makes you realize that, there's people out there that can elevate your organization. And I see it all the time still to this day. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly trying to level up our executive team. When we have somebody who's not getting the job done and we replace them with a rock star, like that division gets fixed pretty quickly yep. when we when we put the right person in the right seat. And so I, I, it's just, you know, seeing what works, right? And I still fail at hiring. You know, I've made sure. a ton of, ton of bad hires, but the best way to do it is, you know, fire quick and hire slow. Um, and yeah. I, I kind of, I, I kind of had do the hiring fast though, too. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause we hired, I think we hired in December of last year, like seven salespeople in one month wow. and, and, uh, we continued now we're, you know, we, we go through different stages in business, mm-hmm. right? Like, so kind of what we're focused on right now is building the foundation, building out our processes, building out our roles and responsibilities. Uh, and it was very different than last quarter quarter last quarter. We were only focused on growth. We were trying to see exponential difference in, in mm-hmm. our revenue numbers this month. We want to maintain what we did, build the foundation. So next quarter we can go out and grow again. And that's kind of how we're looking at each quarter is like, you know, is this going to be a growth quarter? Or are we going to lay the foundation and get everything in place to continue to be able to grow more? Yeah, totally. I forget which tech company says it. It's like move fast and break things, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, we scale, scale, scale. And then we're like, okay, now we got to build everything out and make sure that we have the right processes, frameworks, but it's proving out the concept. The same thing that we do in a lot of our businesses where it's like, okay, we think we have an idea, we have a product service, let's go. We just brought on like 10 interns to, to do sales for us. And, yep. you know, uh, over the first week we lost like four of them, but I mean, it's, it's a tough job, but the ones that we kept, you know, because we're building up our sales team, right? So our plan is to do 30 events next year. Um, wow. Yeah. So the, and a lot of them wouldn't do a workshop a month, a wealth con we're going to do, this is, you know, uh, secret information, but we're going to do like a, an extra large wealth con. We don't know what we're going to call it yet, but like, that'll be, um, like four to 5,000 people is the goal. And then, but we're still going to do the quarterly, uh, workshop a month and then like some like virtual stuff too. But with that, we're it's all gonna be paid stuff. So we need a ticket sales team. Yep. So we did like a big job fair, brought on a bunch of people. But now that we've proven it out, now we're, like you said, we're building out the systems, the processes to make sure that we're still being effective. And now we can, again, go repeat the process and go throw gas in the fire and, and you know, blow it back up. And yep. then something else will probably break. 
And then we got to go fix that. So how, break me. So you got 50 employees break yep. down like where they're at in the, the business. Yeah. So, I mean, we run a wholesale organization and a wholesale organization is simply a sales and marketing firm, For sure. right? Real estate just happens to be our product. So majority of our people are sales, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a, a marketing department with a couple people in it, but majority of it is just salespeople that are good at closing deals, right? Mm-hmm. And or nurturing leads and, and getting them to the closing team, uh, or selling the deals once we get it. So we've got a total of I think eight acquisition closers, and then we've got six dispo reps, mm-hmm. uh, and then we have a bunch of lead management in there. Got a bunch of cold callers, cold texters, everything like that. So um, we've got a full built out leadership team. Um, not fully built out. We still need to replace Tyler as director of finance and, and ran my other business partner as director of acquisitions. But, you know, we've got a director of dispositions, a director of lead management, a director of title, a director of recruiting. Wow. And, uh, so we're just really focused on building that team and, and empowering them, uh, to become better leaders and give, providing them with resources to become better leaders. Um, so that's kind of what the team looks like currently. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of, um, overseas employees, um, you know, doing the cold calling and the cold texting. And our goal is to actually bring that fully in house, really? uh, you know, stateside because we just think that we can have, you know, half the people and get twice the results, yeah. even with half the people. So, uh, that's like, you know, one of the moves we're making right now is, is slowly, moving away from the overseas team and moving it all stateside in office and, uh, you know, really building a culture of, of excellence because not only are we going to have those people in lead management that are in house, but we're going to be able to elevate the people, you know, the cream of the crop into closers and, uh, try to create a really competitive environment. That's, you know, almost like baseball, right? Like you got your double a, you got your triple a and you got your, you know, major leagues. And what we want to do is create an environment where people are inching, you know, Fight, get, fighting yeah. their way to get to the major leagues. And if you're in the major leagues, you got to be fighting to keep that spot, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because someone can come take it. So that's the, the environment we're really trying to create. And we've got a, a very strong culture of, of accountability. Uh, a lot of our, our team is virtual. So mm-hmm. it's very difficult to navigate, you know, a virtual culture and how do you create that? And 